Oh, wet my god, oh, babe! Oh, god, in bed. Una guest out. Big kill, she motherfucking boss. Bring me one cool stout. Why these babes no send me? I bastard country. If you don't want this problem between you and me to escalate, better bring out my mind. What's going on, my lovely people? I hope you're doing well wherever you are. And you are welcome to the Booze with the Bros podcast. So today's episode, we're going to be doing the World Cup review. As mentioned in my previous episode, uh, this is going to be a weekly thing covering uh, the highlights and most important talking points about the last week of World Cup action. So settle down wherever you are and let's get right into it. So, with all the attention and scrutiny this World Cup has been getting for over the past couple of months and even years leading up to the World Cup, I mean, there was a lot of pressure on Qatar to perform. And uh, you could say they put up a hell of a performance, at least in the intro of the World Cup. I mean, that was, in my opinion, one of the best World Cup opening ceremonies I have seen in all my years of watching i think i'll put it very close to the um opening ceremony of the south africa world cup but honestly this was quite fascinating to the unveiling of the mascot to um morgan freeman even there like the whole um talking about east meets west kind of like an east meets west kind of thing like it was beautifully done well done to qatar now, from whatever wonderful opening ceremony and whatever performance they put into the opening ceremony, unfortunately, they did not translate into the pit for Qatar because they were trashed soundly by Ecuador. I think they lost. They lost two 0 and the thrashing was in all metrics in possession, shots on target, shots off off target. Now, honestly, you'd you'd expect more from Qatar since they are the host nation and. They're also the ring Asian champions, but unfortunately, they didn't live up to the standards. And right now, I think they are—they have the record or the unenviable record of being the first host nation to be to lose actually on the opening day. And uh, as things stand, as at the time of recording, they are currently eliminated from the World Cup. So, ah, man, for Qatar. Maybe I'm being actually harsh on them because this is their first World Cup anyways. But then you'd expect them to put up a better showing knowing that the fact that they are the ones hosting the World Cup. But anyways, fair play to them. Fair play for hosting a very wonderful World Cup so far. Because the planning and everything that's going into the World Cup has been quite amazing. Despite the whole backlash and um, frenzy that has been, social media frenzy especially, that has been occupying it and all. So moving on to other things, like let's talk about the African teams. Now, with this World Cup, I was kind of, I had this dread going into it, especially with African teams, that we were going to do our village things, which is just going there to answer present and then returning home in the group stages. And based on the opening results, the first matches of all the African teams, Men, if not for some courageous performances by Morocco and Ghana, I think Africa has put on a terrible show. Ghana, 
actually played very well despite dubious penalty and also the chance missed by Inaki Williams at the end. Honestly, like he had just done everything. He just needed to just keep calm and play it, but he decided to sleep. But anyways, my point exactly is African teams right now on the verge of like if we keep play if we play like this, all of them play like this, then we're definitely going to be eliminated from this World Cup in the group stages. Morocco played wonderfully well. They created lots of chances. But the thing with African teams is most of these teams do not prepare properly for this tournament. You could make the argument that we are hampered by injuries. But if you look at the other teams though, other teams are also hampered by injuries. Senegal is not the only team that lost their star player in money. The other teams also. But the truth is we do not prepare adequately for this tournament and in the end we end up suffering from it the only african team in my opinion that maybe has a shot of going far i think my bet was on senegal now is looking like maybe morocco or if cameroon tries they might go in so it's 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 quite shameful and i hope the next two matches we can turn things around because we're in the danger of being eliminated very early in this tournament and I mean, we're not expecting any African team to win this tournament, at least not just yet. But at least, represent us well, like Ghana did in 2010, Nigeria did in 1994, and Senegal did in 2002. We have not had a strong African show in such a long time, and it's quite unfortunate in my own personal opinion. So hopefully things turn around. And uh, <laughs> then our next talking point is ad of the week was the shock game of the tournament so far in my opinion which is Argentina losing to Qatar my god my god that Messi okay you know watching the first half I mean all the indications were Argentina was going to walk this match Messi had just got the penalty next thing um, Lautaro Martinez had a goal ruled out. So if you had watched the first half, you I actually just watched the first half because I just thought, man, this is going to be a walkover for them. Next thing, Saudi Arabia equalizes out of nowhere. Few minutes later, Saudi Arabia leading. What? You know, you know what? Fair play to Saudi Arabia, man. Hats off to them. Like they deserve, they deserved to win this match, honestly. Because I think they just epitomized that whole saying where, where hard work or rather where like hard work will beat natural talent if i'm i'm paraphrasing here will beat natural talent where natural talent refuses to work hard and they worked their asses off they defended for their lives they played well they took advantages and they scored two golazos golazos in my opinion wonderfully well taken goals and congratulations to them man i this tournament is just shaping up to be a tournament of David beating Goliath, Saudi Arabia beat Argentina, Japan beat Brazil, and who knows what's going on? Who knows who the next team is going to suffer in the hands of a smaller team? And if this is how the World Cup is going to turn out to be, based on these first few matches, man, then this is going to be one of the ex- most exciting World Cups for a very, very long time. Mm. Now, while one goat suffered an embarrassing defeat, another goat shown in this match, Cristiano Ronaldo, Ororo, made history by scoring in 
becoming the first male to score in five consecutive World Cup. And Ronaldo, despite all the controversy that has happened to him before this World Cup, my man had a wonderful game against Ghana. A very good game, actually. Took his penalty well, even though that was not a penalty. But at the same time, uh, had a goal that was ruled out for offsides. But he played well, led the line well. And I think Ronaldo keeps proving his doubters wrong at each turn. And I hope long may that continue. Now, will there be a sixth World Cup goal for Ronaldo? I highly doubt it. But you never know. And with the way this man is going, he might just end up playing till he's 40, 42. But at the end of it all, it's the fans that will enjoy it. So, congratulations to Ronaldo. And uh, let's see what this World Cup has in store for him. But uh, if he can win this World Cup, uh, then there's no chance he's not becoming the GOAT. Like the greatest player of all time. Whatever your metrics might be. And then, and one more surprise feature of this tournament actually was the Nigerian pigeon commentator. Man, <laughs> that guy was hilarious and f- in quite objective in his criticism of both teams. You see, one thing, cool. If that guy is criticizing your team, the way the words he chooses to use, honestly, any guy that listens to this, any guy that is listening to it we will feel like knocking him plank on the head because what the fuck the the words he chooses to use as hilarious as they are it hurts a lot it hurts a lot with the words he used but at the same time it was quite refreshing it's one of those things you didn't know you needed till they happened and then you're like oh okay this is actually very nice i i think this is the first time the world cup is being broadcasted and also being uh, commentated in pigeon and now it's not i stand corrected but uh, this is a very wonderful touch and long may it continue. Now, just to, to round up, I think we'll just talk about like the very str- the, like the strong teams or the favorites now to win the tournament based on their showings. Now, there's been some very good shouts out there. You have England in their 6 2 demolition of Iran. However, they lost nil nil, they drew rather, uh, correction, they drew nil 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 to the USA. And then Spain. Absolutely humiliating Costa Rica 7-0 to several other teams along the way. But I think the two standout teams, and I think everybody will agree with me when I say both Brazil and France look like ultimate favorites. Those teams are just well balanced. The thing with Brazil is from the match I watched versus Serbia, the attack may not have been the most coordinated at times, but those guys are too good for their liking. They have so much depth and not just any kind of depth, quality depth in the sense that if one guy is fucking up, you can take him off and you bring an equally, arguably equally good player to replace him and he will still perform. So there is, they have so much individual talent going for them there. And honestly, if they don't get to the final, they have massively achieved. They have an informed Neymar. They have a very good midfield and a very also an excellent attack. So they have all the tools to succeed in this in this tournament plus who else can boast of having two world-class goalkeepers jostling for bench come on man brazil will brazil will be really doing themselves a disservice if they don't appear in the final another very good team of course is france my god those guys are devastating in attack you have Kylian Mbappe. you have griezmann you have um 
Usman Dembele and unfortunately Benzema had to leave due to his injury but do not discount Giroud. My man has not won that many World Cups by being average. My man is is the ultimate link-up striker in the world. He may not score the most goals which I mean he is doing now but he is there to make others shine. He will bring out the best in Benzema's correction in uh, Dembele, Griezmann and Mbappe. So watch out for France then. They have, even despite uh, missing Kanti and Pogba, they have very good and capable pivot in Adrian Rabio and Aurelien Chouameni. And they both have a very good connection between the both of them. <clears throat> another point, another, and also just to buttress there, do I say, um, the bench that they have, Lucas Hernandez, or Theone Hernandez rather, had an injury. And he was taking off his brother, replaced him, and all was well. There was no drop in quality at all. So, I mean, it's teams like this who have very good coaching. And I, and I would argue that um, France are well, are more well coached than Brazil are. It's teams like this that will really do well in tournament and may end up far. But you never know. I just hope like we have a very exciting tournament and if these two face off this is probably going to be the one of the most watched finals in a very long while but anyways uh it's been fun um watching this whole week of football and uh long may this continue may this like excitement continue and i'll keep bringing this back to you guys all the duration for duration of the world cup just log back on here every Sunday by 6 p.m. to the Booze the Bros podcast. And I'll be here ranting the latest news right into your ears. And so it's been fun hanging out with you guys. And I'll definitely see you in the next one. Cheers.